Welcome back to the grinder, folks. Hey, sorry for the hiatus last week. Um, I re forgot to record a podcast <laughs> and thought that I recorded it and did not. And we were way ahead on schedule. And by me missing that, I actually dropped two podcasts when I should have dropped one. 100% my fault, folks. Won't happen again. We just wanted to let you know that we are back. We didn't die. We didn't We didn't vanish out into the middle of the smoke with a, a blaze of glory. We did not. We are here and still getting after it. So, folks, sorry for the hiatus. We are and back. And we didn't quit. Yeah. Really is the main thing. The chances, I mean, it, if we died, like, well, then who gives a shit? Like, right. it's over, okay? The main thing is we didn't quit. That's it. I also got a new desk. Congratulations. Yeah, I think I got one that's similar to yours. Does yours like automatically go up and down? Like you push the button and it just Yeah, I got programs over here. Yeah. So this is this is uh this is working height. See, that's not good for podcasting. No, it's not good for podcasting. So I got my number two here. That's my podcast height. Ooh, I see. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Mine goes working height and then it goes down to um sitting height. Yeah, yeah, I got that one programmed as well. I just didn't want to drop it all the way down. Yeah, for show's sake. Yeah, for the show's sake, because uh, yeah. then people would get confused again, and we can't yeah. have that. Yeah. What kind of podcast is this? All they're doing is showing their pants sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right, exactly. James. From last week, you got remarried. Yeah, renew my vows. Yeah. yeah. Went to Vegas. I went to Vegas and uh, had a great time. We renewed our vows with Elvis down on Fremont Street, which is mm. first time being to Fremont Street in Vegas. Man, what a blast that was. God, Good we time. partied. Oh, man, we partied our asses off. So I don't know if you're familiar with it. That's where the big screen's at overhead. You know, when you see Vegas, got the big screen and stuff. Uh, never been to that part of Vegas before. Uh, always usually just live in the casino. <laughs> Yeah. So um, that was really, really cool. Uh, we had a good time, man. Saw some interesting, and I say that very broad term, interesting people. Oh, I'm sure. But we got remarried by Vegas. That was the oddest, most uncomfortable thing ever. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was fun. It was a great memory. And uh, did a little did a little gambling, had some fun. And uh, yeah. So it was a great time, man. Glad to be Amen. back at it. Especially as crazy as life is right now. It was nice to detach for a minute, focus on one another. And, um, you know, now back at it. Yep. The old reconnection. The reconnection. So, nope. yeah, it was a good time. I, I highly suggest it. Um, it just uh, Vegas is just a fun city, man. I love Vegas. And that's the third time I've been out there. Uh, I look forward to going back again. Cause I do enjoy, I do enjoy some, uh, some roulette tables. I love roulette, man. Yeah. I love yeah. roulette. It's also interesting to see some of the people, how, how superstitious we all are. We can say whatever we want. Uh, but you know, 
it's interesting how it becomes. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Well, that's that table I like where I'm looking for these numbers, mm -hmm. you know, and there is patterns, but it's very, very interesting how superstitious people become out there. It was actually kind of funny. So we got there. Uh, Morgan's wife, Kaylin, she had mm -hmm. never been to Vegas. Oh, she man. didn't really know much about gambling. Danny loves slot machines. So Danny goes over and hops down and the slot machines playing. Uh, Kaylin sticks a $20 bill in there and doesn't really know what she's doing. She's hitting max bet. She just put a 20 in. So she's probably got three or four rolls she's, or hits she's going to be able to do. Hits like 740 bucks. Dang. Yeah. So, you know, we're all like, like, holy crap, that's crazy, right? You know, we're all joking about it. She's already ready to be done. She don't even want to play anymore. She's like, I don't even like the idea of putting money in this stuff. So, Morgan, you know how how practical mm -hmm. thought process there is in Morgan. It is that same day, Morgan's like, which machine was it? He walks over to it and he goes, Did you put a 20 in it? And she's like, Yeah. So he only so he purposely pulls out a 20 because she put a 20 in it, right? Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, now hit the buttons again like you did before. Or like, dude, that, that shit doesn't matter. Like, that doesn't matter at all. And he even knew that, but I did stuff too. I'd walk around looking for the roulette table with certain, I want to see where zeros have hit recently. Like, yep. that's what I'm looking for and how much of it's black because I want to play black, right? And it's weird how we do that stuff thinking we like, we had this hoop in it, yeah. even though... Like, okay, let's say I'd have won a couple of grand. I mean, at the end of the day, if I came home with a couple of grand, that would have been awesome. It'd be a great story to tell. But, like, it wouldn't have been life-changing. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It if it had been life-changing for a couple of grand, I shouldn't have been out there playing in the first place. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah so, it's just interesting how people operate. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you a quick little story. We went to uh, Biloxi for a bachelor trip. And... Our entire crew didn't even leave the hotel because we stayed at the Hard Rock. Mm -hmm. We gambled the entire time we were on that trip. And one of my buddies brought, I think he brought $2,500, got down to like 50 And that next morning, he woke up at like 6 a.m. and went straight to the tables, did not get off the tables, like, we spent that, that day that he did that, we spent the day at the pool for like a couple hours. He came back out of there at like five or six in the afternoon or in the evening and uh, came back out. Dude, he had gone up to almost 10 grand. Wow. From 50 bucks. Yeah. Started with, awesome, man. Yeah, started with 25. So, you know, it's, it's just crazy because he was locked in, man. He was not leaving that table. Yeah. Not leaving... He was doing spots. He was doing the roulette and he killed it on roulette. Like he, he hit double O's like just back to back to back. And uh, so it's, it's crazy. Exactly. Like you can get locked into that kind of thing and just based off a of hope. Yeah. You're, you're going to sit there and, and just spend your entire day. Yep. So yep. How, how do you take that exact same thing as hope and turn it into your business and say, you know, I'm looking at this, I'm taking everything out of what I'm doing right now on the event and the hope that I'm going to get to where I'm trying to get. Yeah. You know, 
or, or, you know, like it's interesting to see. So I, I definitely don't want to make any judgment because I didn't know some of the people who came up to the table. You could tell who came up to the table and they were blowing, you know, they'd walk up and throw a grand down the way I was throwing a hundred bucks down. Mm -hmm. Right. And you could tell that was, that was equivalent very exactly. easily. Then you'd have people come up that look like they haven't slept in two days. They look like they were stressed to the max that would throw down 500 bucks, lose it all on one round. Cause they thought, Oh, here it is. And they would put all $500 out. Right. And then they'd walk away and five minutes later, they'd be back where I guess they just went to the ATM and yep. put more cash out. And it's like, you know, it, it interests me how people will be that risky. And even myself, like being risky with money. Now I'm sitting there telling myself, I've summed it up. Hey, it's play money, whatever. I can't mm -hmm. go to spend it if I don't come back with any of it. Cool. But if I hit, it's fun. They'll be that risky with their money, but won't turn around in something that can give them a return and take a little risk in it, a little yeah. risk. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's pretty odd. You know, yeah. it's pretty weird how our brains work. It's like, how much time would I waste? I'd blow $500 in a heartbeat, goofing off, playing a game, but I would not make a decision to spend $500 on something in my office. I'd have to think about it, follow up three or four times, yep. you know, take three weeks to make a decision on something that could help my business that costs 500 bucks. Pretty dumb. Yeah. It's funny how we put value in things like that. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no, any sense. We no, justify, I guess the thing is though, it goes back to, we justify in our mind the value of stuff. That's it. You know, we justify it and think that's gonna, it's that easy. Yeah. So, so I guess, what do you, what are you doing in your day? Mm -hmm. that you're justifying that's actually a total waste of time yeah yeah and how how can you look at the things that you're doing whether it's you know personally or professionally what are you doing that you were spending that time on exactly what you said what are you spending yeah. your time on that you should not be spending your time on mm -hmm. or the the decision that you're having to think about six times in a row when you know all you have to do is spend the money and you, you know, whether it's buying a new desk, whether it's hiring that new employee, go ahead and spend a little bit extra or don't and just keep it moving, right? Be able to make the decisions and be clear, clear on, on the decisions that you're making. Yeah. Stop dilly-dallying. No dilly-dallying. Man, my granddad um, said something to me years ago <clears throat> and it was hit the gas before you turn the wheel and we were obviously we were in a truck right but that to me went so beyond and i think he knew that and that that's that was that that was such the you know such such a cool piece where it was just like hit the gas before you before you turn the wheel is that was that the big red F two fifty had? Uh, so was that, we were in the white truck at the time, but uh, yeah. So I got a funny story that he had a beautiful. It was just a pretty red F two fifty. Yeah, and um, he invited me to go down to the hunting camp with him <laughs> and Eli. Yeah, 
All right. So I don't even know how old Eli was. He might have been, I don't know. He's probably he was probably close to driving age, but he wasn't like he wasn't 16 yet. He's probably like 14 or something. Eli loved that damn truck. Loved it. Right. So we go down there, we hunt in the morning. Um your grandfather, you know, he said, like, hey, hop on the four-wheeler with me. I'm gonna take you out to your stand that you're gonna hunt. Uh, your grandfather absolutely loved vodka cranberry. <laughs> and so we get on that four-wheeler and he made him a nice big vodka cranberry. I mean, a big one, right? Yep. To last him till the hunt was over. That thing was literally, you know how like when you get something to the rim, it's almost bubbling, mm -hmm. like the water tension's holding it. It was about that close. And I swear to you, when we were riding, I didn't take my eyes off that cup because he was driving the four-wheeler with one, one hand and holding that cup with the other. And I swear to you, to this day, I did not see one drip spill. <laughs> we were going through the woods, my man. It, it, number one, press, it, it just impressed me. All right. Yeah. But anyways, we get back to the camp. He's like, hey, you want to see the other side of the property? So, you know, we're kind of sitting around. So he's like, let's hop in the truck. So he hops, <laughs> we hop in the truck. He actually sits in the middle part of the seat. Let's me get in on the passenger side. Says, all right, Eli, you know, Eli's all fired up. Eli, you can drive. Because, I mean, we're out there in the middle of the country, right? right so we right. go down the road. Long story short, I'm dragging this out. We go down the road, and Eli's all fired up. We're bebop along. <laughs> Eli hits a hole so big in this rutted, like, dirt road. Dude, your grandfather hits the ceiling in the truck. Everything on the dash <laughs> It's up in the air, falls all in. <laughs> like, dude, I swear to God, it was like we fell off a cliff. It was so hilarious. And I think all your grandfather said, after like we realized nobody was freaking hurt. You know, it was just like, damn, watch, watch those holes. <laughs> you know? That's it. Uh, just a hilarious man but i remember like his ass came out of the seat <laughs> at the freaking ceiling of that of that truck it was so hilarious <laughs> get out of that hole uh, all right so there's my story for today guys thank y'all for being part of this thanks for listening to this thanks for supporting this podcast it means a lot to us yep don't forget to check out our sponsors jocko fuel and origin usa they did, uh, after our podcast with JP Donnell, they came out with their camo line. So if you are bow hunting or hunting anytime this year, go take a look. It's all USA made, American made, American produced, American driven. It is absolutely an amazing line. Um, and uh, we do appreciate them for supporting. And we also appreciate you for doing the support as well. Uh, guys. As usual. Crowder out.